This week, I find out if Naruto is the main character of his own show. And I hold back my bloodlust at the sight of the full moon. <laughs> I'm Kyle. And I'm Garrett. And we watch anime. Garrett, this week we add the ending of Ninja Midterms with the beginning of Ninja Geopolitics with a smattering of drunken Santanukis and zombie super ninjas. This week we try to figure out if Naruto could finally step up to be the lead as the name of the show suggests, or if he is just a little brat who could use a little less sugar in his diet. This week we are back to tackling the big three with Naruto, Kanoha Crush Arc. Before we begin, Garrett, what are new fans going to be expecting from this episode? We learn from a proctologist about explosive enemas. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, this is a this is a show that, like, I think I, I'm trying really hard to like get you to like the. It's good. It's good, right? It's good, right? And I'm I, I'm trying to, as you said before, like, it's trying to lead a, a horse to the water's edge, but you can't make a drink. Like, I know that like a lot of the times Naruto has been pretty kiddish in the past. Mm-hmm. Does this feel adult enough for you? to finally enjoy what I've been savoring for so long. So I went, so for the folks at home, uh, this week I watched 23, 22 episodes, no, 20, 22 episodes. Plus the noob. Plus the noob. To episode 80. And all I can say is the first 10 episodes I watched in real time and the subsequent episodes I watched it one and a half time. (laughs) there are moments where I found myself saying, I get how this is getting way better, but Jesus Christ, could we take half the time to do it? I agree. And I think when you're in the mix of it and like, it's, it's about timing with people, it's just like Harry Potter. Like, I just want to tell you that I finished the Harry Potter story via the movie. So I got up through Goblet of Fire and then I watched the last three because they came out on, on HBO Max. And I'm thinking to myself, like, This lore is very thick and deep, and I understand how people can dive into it, wear the Mm -hmm. costumes and everything like that. But as a 30-something-year-old man who was who start when he started, I didn't I like I feel like it was it was that was my time to really dive into the lore. And I feel like that's the same here. Like the lore is really rich, especially at this arc. So I can understand as an avid Harry Potter fan, I could not disagree with you more. (laughs) (laughs) What does have good lore? Because at least at least in my mind. Mm-hmm. folks at home sorry to all the weebs out there at least <laughs> in my mind like tech like the the books these long ass books five six and seven of harry potter right. had these layers and layers of texture that were that were relevant but also made you feel like it, it came to life and with naruto we know we know the way manga to anime works is that a lot of times you have filler episodes where you can read a manga and be like, that was exciting as all get out, but it, maybe it only took you 12 minutes to read that particular manga. Right. And you've got to fill 23 minutes of television. So one thing that they lean on heavily in these 20 episodes, yeah. that just kills me. I hate, loathe, despise, the painful crying of characters <laughs> while they're focused on their face and they're like, ah, 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 right, and right. it lasts three episodes of crying. Like, 
<laughs> if you take like a pie chart of how much of it is crying, how much of it is emotional staring before a fight, and and how much of it is, and not to get ahead of ourselves, is the uh, the Hokage holding on to Rochi. Oh my god! Trying to I wanted, it was nine. It was like <laughs> nine episodes of soul sucking, and I'm like, stop! Just. And and every time you forgot that that was one of the storylines, it would pop back in for 10 seconds to remind you that this moment was still happening. Orochimaru is getting the worst titty twister he's ever had in your entire life. No, okay. So all, all this aside, I'm glad you, you gave it an earnest try. I'm glad you got as far as you did. Yeah. Um, because I feel like this is kind of a turning point for me, just to remind people. This is what is known as the Kanoha Crush arc. Um, and this part of the anime really came out in the later part of 2003 through 2004. So the animation is probably not as crisp still at this point, uh, but it really covers the end of the tuning exams where you see Kanoha exclusive, like what the world is. It's basically Naruto, his friends and everything that's going on. And then Kanoha crush starts the like geopolitics of the extended universe. Like you saw a little bit of it with the hidden miss ninja, but this actually introduces that the world is dangerous outside of the cuddly world of, you know, ninjas getting diarrhea and not passing tests and taking funny photos. So, right, right. so what we're going to start with is we're going to run through the tuning exam stuff because that's, I think a really important stuff because this is kind of how it started. And I think this was, this was kind of, this is another question we're going to ask is, and, and I think we alluded to in the intro is, at what point do you feel like Naruto becomes a main character? Because I don't feel like he got there yet until this point. Episode Some people, 80. I, I would say that too, because a lot of people would say it's when he actually won through his own merits yep. against Byaki, uh, against, um, against uh, Neji. Against ne Neji. Oh, Neji, Neji. I, I was, uh, yeah. So they thought when he won that, that's when he did it because he did it on his own. People like, oh, this kid's actually pretty good. He beat a pretty solid ninja. So, um, Let's talk through the tuning exam stuff that we talked about because I think that is an important part of this because I thought this had some really exciting stuff and it introduced new characters along mm -hmm. the way, their backstories. Uh, so let's start. Like, what they're prepping is the fact that Neji Huga, after absolutely bitch smacking around his cousin to like the point where she was almost Hinata, Lady Hinata, Lady Hinata, who, who likes Naruto <laughs> Kun. Uh, you know. Oh, yes. Another one of my least favorite anime tropes is the so nervous person that they that's the dandere that's the dandere there you go you know what now you know uh, uh what's her name hinata is a dandere that's the perfect encapsulation the stuttering the quietness the the shyness mm -hmm. so um next we're gonna so let's talk about the fight basically naruto says i'm gonna beat you date bayo or believe it or whatever you were listening to at the time <laughs> and Neji's like you know, Neji and at this point is very emo and he's like fate will decide who does it this isn't this isn't it's it's fate exclusively also his crow's feet get very vascular <laughs> like like wait when you think about like a muscle man in the gym yeah flexing and like his elbow crook is all veins <laughs> like that's what neji's crow's feet start to look like you know it's funny it looks like um you know how if, there, if, if tiktok existed in in uh like like and there's people that like are practicing their jaw muscles and they're sure, practicing sure. like some people are doing some weird stuff to get things really big. He's like, how to practice your eye but eyeball muscles and he like he gets those veins popping and stuff like that and no one could do it but him. It was like such a scam. Wait, 
you just said the jaw muscle thing. You just reminded me of like an internet ad I was getting for six months and yeah. I haven't seen in forever. That rubber thing that you put in the yeah. mouth. And, like, and you like look younger. <laughs> no, it just, the guy who does it mainly looks like he's a viper who swallowed a triangle. <laughs> it's like giant pointy chin and like a giant pointy chin. And it looks like a giant isosceles triangle was swallowed whole and he's yep. still chewing on it. That's another thing. So we get to Neji. This boy has what's known as the Byakugan. That's why I accidentally almost said, I mix my Byakuya with my Byakugans. Sorry, mm -hmm. folks, it's bound to happen. And that means he can literally see 24 degrees around, you know, 20, uh, not 24 degrees around, 360 degrees around him. And he's able to like poke you to death with his right. soft slapping. Or well, soft he can, technique. he, he, uh, isn't his, uh, I'm about to say ninjutsu. It's not ninjutsu. It's his, it is, his jutsu, basically. His yeah. Jutsu is the 64 point, which means yeah. that like, he he very much in the the vibe of Battle of the North Star. Right. He does fist of the North Star and pretty he like hard. Pokes all your lymph node spots. Yeah. And he's and he goes, you know, you know, you don't know it, but you're already dead. What? Nani? <laughs> Nani? Ah! Still love that show. So <laughs> another thing. So they have a pretty good fight. And once again, monologues happen. It's a shonen. And we learned that Neji has like a really effed up story about his dad and his uncle. So his uncle is part of the head clan. And that's Hiyashi, Hinashi. I think? Yeah, it's like Hiyashi or Hisashi. Yeah, Hiyashi and Hisashi are bro twin brothers. Yeah. And he tells him that he's part of the branch family. And when he took off his headband, you learn that they have this special like tattoo on their forehead that locks the Byakugan so no one can learn it. And, but the main family can get away with it. And so what happens is his dad and his uncle are twins. They look identical, but his uncle's the head. His, well, uncle, his uncle was born a minute earlier. A minute, it sounds minute. like the firstborns yeah. of the family essentially get preferential treatment as right. leaders and everyone else sort of becomes worker bees underneath them. That's correct. And what happened was, was that Hinata got kidnapped by the cloud. So now you've seen all the more hidden villages, the hidden mist, the hidden cloud. And he kills the person. And instead of fighting, they said, well, we won't start a war with you if you give us uh, the head, the head Byakugan guy. And they didn't want to give up their, their white eye. So the twin brother's like, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> and but, but to be fair, um, a bit of um, Neji's background is he is filled with this hate because he feels that his uncle sacrificed his father. We right. only find out later on yeah, the father was like, this is our duty to the family. Mm -hmm. We're going to pull the old switcheroo and they won't mm -hmm. know that it's it's me that's dead and not you. So it kind of like informs who he is as a person. It's you can't beat what you're born to. And Naruto is, and this is where I think the, the general theme of Naruto ends up being that doesn't matter where you come from. Anybody can be, you know, with enough hard work and, and gumption can get there. But he... They have a pretty good fight. I would say if I rated this fight out of all the ones that happened in tuning exams, I would give this one like a four because Naruto wins in the lamest way possible because he has literally two moves, you know, <laughs> and one of them is the shadow clone jutsu, which he doesn't <laughs> stop doing. And like he just every time he it. does it, people are like, oh, my God, he keeps doing it. Like, that's the thing. It's like, you know, shadow clone jutsu and he pops out and then everything gets its ass kicked. It's like, oh, God, that didn't work. What to do now? Shadow clone jutsu. And he does it more. <laughs> And then eventually what we learned is that he was digging a tunnel the whole time, 
yep. got under him and then gave him a sure you can and ended the fight. Right. So pretty anticlimactic. So he was thinking ahead. Yes, but he was like, I don't care that you come from a rich family. I'm going to be the Hokage Date Bayo and all that stuff. So ultimately, not that exciting. <laughs> I, I don't want to give anything away, but we see a fight between Hokages later in this arc. Yeah. And there is no way Naruto can ever become the Hokage. <laughs> you because see the scale. Is in really order wide. to be Hokage, I mean, it, you, you know what it was is that it's kind of like Harry Potter, right? Yep. Because We're going to go back to that, that well. You, you read these books and you see these students come up and learn all these spells and there's yeah. rules and you have to do this and you have to do that. Right. And then right. all of a sudden you get to Voldemort and Dumbledore and all of a sudden the rules don't apply to more. And they're just like, <laughs> spell, 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 <laughs> out my butthole, a spell. <laughs> and, like, and so once you got to like the Hokage like battle later on, you're like, oh my God, these guys are mm-hmm. next level. They're next level. And not only that, but like, there was a point at which Naruto actually won by farting, and that happened previously in the last arc. <laughs> so we're not going to find that in later. But, but I agree. I think that's what it kind of showed the stakes later, and that's why I kind of like the circle a little bit more. So Naruto goes ahead, and we also learned that the great our favorite part of the tuning exam arc that we talked about last time was Rock Lee versus Gara. Pretty badass part of the whole that that whole I, thing. I love Rock Lee. Me too. Me too. His, and his sensei and his gumption. Their haircuts. And like, you know what it is? It's like watching if if Mickey Rourke's <laughs> bad yellow face from Breakfast at Tiffany's was turned into a G.I. Joe. That's what like Rock Lee is like, oh, and you're like, oh, God, this is not appropriate. But like, it's, it's just a lot of stereotypes in one place. But he is such a like a he's such a pure heart, more pure hearted than Naruto that you just want him to succeed. And Gara tries to kill Rock Lee eventually. In the previous episodes. In the previous episodes, yeah. And you find out that Gara, he a bad guy, not only just a bad guy, but he just he now, loves for the, the Moita. For the for the folks at home who might not remember our last episode, um, Gara is an emo teenager with orange hair. And yep. he carries a clay pot. Uh, it's like a gourd. Of- Looks like a giant gourd. It does look like a gourd. It kind of looks like a Kong toy that my dog chews <laughs> on. Um, and he wears it on his back and it's full of sand and he can manipulate sand for both right. offense and defense. And my wife, we were watching it today and she, we're, out of nowhere, she's like, you know, the live action of this would be a total bitch. They'd blow all their budget on his eyeliner. <laughs> <laughs> they just have got a guy liner budget uh, line there. <laughs> he has, Gara has severe guy liner. Yes, and serious like, like mom, mommy issues and stuff like that too. Like oh so much so that he got a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a butterfly tattoo yeah. on his so foot. He has a kanji for love on his forehead, which is like such like a basic bitch thing to do. Except <laughs> not on your forehead. Just like, like, I don't know what it says, but the guy told me it says love. So I just, I just love myself. And I just love how, oh, Chinese, like that. I love how like Chinese looks. Like that Becky in college who yeah. gets like the, the, the kanji that says Pepsi. Yeah, he went the classic route of getting a, the kanji for love on somewhere tattooed on your so, body. So, yeah. so you've given us some background. Gara yeah. is, he might be emo, but he's a bad mutter. And he does actually murder people. Like, that's the one thing that I think gets lost in this whole conversation. Like, I love that, like, 
Gar becomes sympathetic by the end of this, not to like spoil anything, because I think this show's been out since it says 2004 is when the series, this this particular arc ended. But no one's talking about the several people that he murders throughout the course of this test. And <laughs> well, yeah, Naruto and Shamamuko, <laughs> the guy Shamona, <laughs> Shamona, the guy with the ponytail, the yeah. shadow guy, Shikamaru, Shikamaru, Shamona. They they see Gara kill two dudes who, yeah, to be fair, had it coming (laughs) because they were trying to assassinate Gara, right? Um, but they're just like, oh my god, when he stood in front of us and said he was gonna kill us, he legit meant he was was gonna kill us. And then another guy decided to not follow the FAFO rule, Dosu, who was part of this hidden sound village. F-A-F-O stands for um, fuck around, find out. <laughs> <laughs> he went to Gar and he's like, he's like, I can take you out before the tournament starts. <laughs> like all that stuff. And then Gara's like, well, you picked the wrong time. It's the full moon. That's what I like to murder the most. So let's do this thing. And he just like blows through him like no problem. Right. So, so he's moited a few people throughout the course of this this test, quote unquote. So so I had to catch up with everyone a little bit. So for everybody at home, um, we are at one of the most ill-conceived yeah. arenas I've ever imagined yeah. with the worst seating imaginable. I mean, right. this is like when the University of Tennessee played football at the infield <laughs> of like a NASCAR track. So like right. the closest seat is a quarter mile away from the action. <laughs> So they're in this terrible arena in the Hidden Leaf Village, and the third Hokage is the leader of the uh, the, the Hidden Leaf Village, right? Sort of like the spiritual and just right spiritual military political leader of of everyone, and he's been this like pillar of strength, and and they yeah. always have these chunin exams, which is these battles that these students have to go through to achieve the next level, which is the mm-hmm. chunin level of their ninja training, and so this is kind of the background where. Uh, I think you've got like eight kids, eight teens, and they mm-hmm. they all have to fight. And again, remember, right. home our main characters are Naruto. You will know him by yes. his orange jumpsuit. We've got blonde hair, right? We've got Sasuke, who is kind of like the boy prodigy, but for the first like eight episodes of this mm-hmm. arc, he's like oddly missing. Yeah, he's he's in, in not not around. You have Sakura, who's completely useless. Yes um and then, and then like, okay so and then we got more people from the uh hidden leaf would be um uh, neji got through who is the the byakugan guy then you got shikamaru who is a kid who can manipulate shadows, shadows. then you got members from the um desert hit from the desert so that's why not only is the hokage there the kaze kage is there mm-hmm. who is the wind wind shadow from the land of wind as opposed to uh the Hokage is from the land of fire. So that they're there to watch their Chunins compete. So it's kind of like a thing to kind of get you national unity in here. And so those two are there. There's the Hokage, the Kazekage, and they're watching the fights and they're bipping a little bit because, you know, they're, they're kind of rival nations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the hidden stands there. And then you got Tamari, who is the sister of Gara. She has this giant fan. So she blows away the competition. <laughs> And then I, I, I and then and then you got Gara, who's the sand ninja. Um, and so you got a few people that you can work with in that, that are still there's like six to eight people left in the mm-hmm. competition. Mm-hmm. So uh, so now that we know this, that Gara is a, is a bloodthirsty monster and that Naruto made it to the next round, we are now introduced 
to Shikamaru as a character versus Tamari, the, the fangirl. Mm-hmm. And I would say this, I don't know, did this intrigue you a little bit? Because I think this fight, I had little, I had little um, expectations of it because you are introduced to Shikamaru, he falls out of the chair that he's in to get into the thing. Mm-hmm. And I actually relate to Shikamaru a little bit. Like, but, 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 but what were you, did you, did you have expectations like that he was going to do anything because he, you knew he did shadows, but like, it's kind of a weirdo kind of a, no, he's like your buddy. Who's a moron, but he's like Mensa. And you're like, yeah. why, how he's super lazy. And that was, that's the thing I've had moments, like, especially when I'm like a football practice where I do like, like I'm stretching out my quads or I'm like doing like arm stretches. And I would just look in the clouds. I'm like, I wish I was them. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could just float and not be this. <laughs> like he, like he has that like that same spirit that I have. He wants such a like. He, a basic like B-Y. later on they get into like this the middle of these epic battles and he's like, all I wanted was a wife, <laughs> not not too pretty, not too <laughs> ugly. I wanted two kids. As soon as the daughter got married, I wanted to retire, and then I wanted to basically <laughs> play backgammon for the rest of my days. <laughs> Was that so much to ask for? <laughs> That's he wants so fun. Nothing fan- fantastic out of this life. Yeah. <laughs> and he also like he's a little misogynistic because anytime Tamari comes out, he's like, "Take this battle seriously." He's like, "Hey, you're just a lady. <laughs> you women can't do snut." And Tamari's like, well, "I'll show you." And they're giant fan and like, and they're doing a really and really, the fight really comes down to like, can Shikamaru get connect his shadow to hers that's all he's trying to do and tomorrow's mm-hmm. trying to kick his butt before he gets to do that and so i think i think i don't know you seem to meta candidate but were, did you like the fact that he was smart that he, he strategized even though he's lazy he's, he's yeah for sure dark. i don't i don't know so much about the animator and story writers uh science of shadows but you know right. whatevs <laughs> yeah i'm well, down you, with it it's and you fine. just pinch your fingers like such you know you can, well, you can I, do. I like not everyone can be a god Right. And I like that his ability is powerful in what it does, but narrow in scope. Yeah, and it's more of a utility piece, and that's what you makes it for what a smart kinda, person. You know what it kind of reminded me of? You remember in Sky High? Yeah. How, like, heroes have a strength, and sidekicks also have a strength, but there's, mm-hmm. like, specific things. But right. then you get the lead character, and he's just, like, all-around awesome. And you're like, yeah. screw this guy, man. Like, yeah. the whole thing about superpowers is that they're narrow mm-hmm. things that you're good at. Right, exactly. And I think for me, this was a really good uh, introduction to Shikamaru's character. I, as you said, his he's the lazy guy. He doesn't have a lot of ambition, but he's really smart. I thought that was a very unique character for, like, I haven't really seen one like that before in anime prior I, to I that. I definitely think in college, he, like, went to Denny's and read Kerouac while he <laughs> drank, like, bad coffee. Like, like... <laughs> that is actually a perfect way of thinking about it. And he likes specifically as a board game guy. You, you oh, know yeah, board, yeah, yeah. you know board game guy when you see board game guy. He's like, I, I don't just, I don't play Catan. I play, you know, Feasts of Odin, which has like <laughs> pieces to the it. cones of Dunshire. Yeah, he plays the cone of Dunshire. That's what this kid does. And I was impressed because I was like, I like this kind of character, and it, I liked him more than I actually did uh, Naruto, honestly, as a character. Um, and so he, he was able to like uh, seven layers of deception. Get his his uh, his um, shadow onto her, and she's like, "Oh my god, he's gonna make me quit!" All that stuff, and he's like, eh, "I'm done. <laughs> I couldn't hold this much longer, and you would have kicked my ass." So I thought that's as far as I get. Bye. And and that, that's literally what happened. And I and that's a cool that was a cool thing to me in my right. Mind. And um, 
So we learn about um, uh, Shimona Mora and uh, no, but, Shika Maru, Shika Maru. But so this entire time, and there's a gap. Do you remember the episode uh, approximate numbers we watched the last time we talked Naruto? Uh, probably 25, 26. Yeah, probably like a full season right. worth. Yeah. So at the beginning of this, Sasuke, the boy wonder, the one with yeah. the Sharingan, which is the, the red eye with the three yeah. dots. Yeah. Um, or in his case, two red eyes. That's with right. Six dots, three. He's still, he's still a little guy. I know. Um, he uh, he's missing. So while they're going through these matches, they're having to move them up because they don't want to disqualify him hit yet. And even when the third Hokage, the leader of the Hidden Leaf Village, is like, "All right, that's it." The Kazakage, the leader of uh, the Wind and the Sand Village, the Hidden Sand Village, is like, "No, no, no." I don't think it would hurt to let another match go. And so they keep holding off so that right. Sasuke can show up. Right, right. And, you know, uh, one of uh, Kakashi, their teacher's kind of traits is that he's always late to things. And so I think what they're also trying to say is Kakashi's taking a liking to, to Sasuke and kind of letting him be a protege to him. Um, and so, you know, he's about to get uh, canceled and, and Gar was ready for him. And this is kind of whatever he's looking forward to, the prodigies of both villages. And right before he's about to cancel him, uh, he shows up and he's ready to. And now he's wearing some cool, dark black outfits and stuff like that. And Gara knew he was going to show up. Yeah. Mainly yeah. because Gara was a creeper and stalked him during his training. Yeah, exactly. And so he knew how seriously he was taking it. So he knew he wasn't going to like not show up. Right, exactly. And they have a pretty decent fight. I like that. Um, you know, we got to see his new move that he came out with, which is Kakashi's move, the Chidori or the Thousand Birds. Hope you like that sound effect because you're going to hear about it 700 Wait, times. That like that the knife was that the knife blade? Yeah, the one that's got lightning hands stuff to it. Yeah, it's called yeah. the, which stands for means a thousand birds, and it's just like it's just like. <laughs> so imagine hearing that for at least what 15 years worth of of of, uh, <laughs> of, of Naruto. And Please, then um, don't kill Sasuke off. Damn it. <laughs> um, and so uh, they have a pretty interesting fight. One thing we learned is that Gara doesn't actually know how to get hurt. And even just a little bit, Sasuke gets into Gara. And Gara is like talking to himself as if his mom is there with him. Sasuke gets just the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip the, into Gara. The tip of his fingers, guys. You dirty dog. into his into his sandy orb okay folks <laughs> we're not being at all gross about this and and he's like oh, oh. he's like that like he doesn't like being mm -hmm. hurt and stuff like that because he doesn't know how to take pain because he's been protected his entire life from this sand power and uh before the like fight can end really stuff goes south this is where things get a twist, twist. All that. A twist. So, uh, what what happens, Garrett? What happens in uh, with what is the you know you got the Kazakage and the Hokage while the Gara's mm -hmm. uh, Sasuke fight is happening, but then the Kazakage isn't what he appears to be. So, so the Hokage, which is the good guy, he's the old man, the emperor. Yeah, mind you, the Hokage. I just want to point out when we talk about how badass the third Hokage is. Mind you, the Hokage is probably like 60, 70 years old. Yeah, <laughs> he's an old man compared to most Kages. Right. And everyone's like, when are you going to retire? And he's like, I still got a few years of fight left in me. <laughs> he's uh, like that old, old uh, Irish pol police captain. He's like, he, I don't got to retire yet. Don't, don't make me do it. But he's sus 
that something's going to happen. Yeah. So he's got uh, the Hello Kitty ninjas <laughs> hanging around. No, he's he's got Garrett. What? Culture yourselves. Those are that is the Anvu, which are his secret police force, and those masks are Kitsune masks, which are the spirit fox spirit of Japan, amongst other uh, spirits that are found in. in Japanese I am the forces. noob, so <laughs> I thought they were Hello Kitty masks. <laughs> um, but no, so so they've got these. Uh, they've got. It's like, you know what it's like. It, it's like going to let. Uh, uh, like a Nickelback concert <laughs> and you put the secret service there and yeah. you're like, these guys don't stick out at all. <laughs> these, these suits and sunglasses. Nope. They're totally normal. <laughs> like, like a dude trying to be like undercover. And he's like, hello there. Where art thou keepeth the heroin boy? <laughs> like, so they're the worst undercover ninjas in yeah, the world, but yeah. they're there because the Hokage believes something is going to go down. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he doesn't he's, know what. He yeah. just knows it could. And so what we... I don't know if the Kazakage, remember the leader of the Sand Village from the Wind Territory. Right. I don't know if they died, if they never existed, if they're not actually there. I don't know. What I do know is that the person sitting next to the third Hokage rips off his face very a la Mission Impossible. Right. And reveals himself to be Orochimaru. Yes. Who is like the baddie. The he's baddie, the, baddie. You and know, you know he's bad. You know he's he, bad because he's pale like Johnny Depp in that right. fire, dark in the shadows or the- And much like Johnny Depp is highly effeminate. And <laughs> <laughs> speaks like a very snaky way. He's like, hello. The amount Hi. of times that like- his tongue turns into a legit serpent. I'm like, yeah. you have never pleasured a woman. <laughs> this is not for the ladies. <laughs> That's how he tosses salad. He tosses salad <laughs> with a viper. Reminded me of dodgeball. It's like, boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, no, that's how he tosses salad. He just gets in there. He gives it a little. Gah, gah. Right. So, so he rips off his face and he's like, it's me. Orochimaru. I, it was me all along, Gadget. Like, it was a great reveal. <laughs> it was me, Austin. It was me all along. That's right. That's a better one. It's, it's, it's WWE reference. Um, so, <laughs> for those following along, Orochimaru is the former. He's the former. Oh, my God. Such a classic storyline. Yeah. Tell us. Tell he's us. the former protege of the third Hokage. Prize people. He, you know who Prize he is? People. He's, he's Voldemort. Mother effing Tom Riddle. He's 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 Voldemort. He is essentially Voldemort. He is yeah. the Japanese, you know, like I can't even say like he's the snake lover. No, that's Voldemort too. Yeah. Has no nose. No one Wait, copied no anyone too. here because they came out at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I think everyone was just like snakes are sus. Let's make our baddies like that. Ever ever <laughs> since ever since uh yeah. the Garden of Eden, snakes have been sus. Yes, and so uh we get to a point where we uh Learn that uh, it's Orochimaru and he's there to take out uh, the um, Hokage. Hokage, but not before his own, uh, you know, soy boys come out and create the this like unbreakable wall around the two of them so that yep. the two of them can fight. So, so now, so, so, so now the one, games are over. One is yeah. they put everyone in the stadium to sleep, right? It, was it called Jensudo? Uh, yeah, again, Jutsu. Genjutsu. 
So they put everyone in the stadium to sleep except for the ninjas because I guess they're all powerful enough to be. Yeah, they know when dumbs. they know when it's coming or some right. that are good again. Jutsu know how to break out pretty quickly. And then to your point, they build a glass house on top of a building right. to fight in. Yeah, like this is like two men enter, one man leave. It's like that. Like they wanted this. <laughs> they wanted shit to go down. And that, that's when the story kind of changes a little bit. You think that, like, you're like, oh, I wonder how Naruto does. You think it's going to be a very incremental change of a story? No. This thing's story changes quick, fast, because now it's no longer about the kitties. Now it's a geopolitical story now of the ninja world that, like, honestly, to this point, Naruto knew very little about, or none of the kids that we've been following know anything about, which is why you have to remind yourself, this is a story about child soldiers. <laughs> right? This is a story about child soldiers like this and people from Congo, no different. Like Coney 2012 is the Hokage. That's what we're talking here. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So they have, a, and then the fight that happens. Well, another thing that happens is that uh, Kakashi wants them to, because uh, they also want to get Sasuke out of there. Basically uh, Sasuke goes after people. And so Kakashi goes to follow him and Naruto does the same thing because uh what's his name sasuke was going after gara right and, and and kakashi gets naruto yeah sakura um shikamaru yep which i didn't remember i just read it he did a good job uh and and sends them on a mission to follow sasuke and is like guys track him down he's gonna need your help right he's like and they're like oh we should wake up the other these other two people Sak sakura says that and kakashi's like no 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 ninjas work great in groups of four anything right. more than that's a waste and she's like oh so you're coming because there's only three of us and he's like actually no let me conjure this pug for you <laughs> yeah, again my wife walks into the room and she goes oh yeah i forgot about the ninja dog <laughs> <laughs> it's true you're like oh yeah they come out once and then one does, and i love it because he's like in order to convince one of them to go with him i think with shikamaru he's like i will let you touch my soft pads <laughs> My right. little, and, my little foot pad. Shikamura's like, what do you mean? And the dog is like, why does no one want to touch my feet? They are soft. <laughs> do you not know how squishy these are? <laughs> and so the talking ninja pug sends them on their way. And now we're talking about, so now we're in the middle of, there's really three main bows that you and I are going to now discuss the rest of the way. The one is the Hokage with the Orochimaru. The second is the general fight, which is Konoha, which is the town of the, the, the fire. So the Hidden Leaf Village mm -hmm. is getting invaded by the Hidden Wind Village, who's in yeah. cahoots with Orochimaru's village, which didn't exist before. It's yeah. called the Hidden Sound Village. I, I will say one, that one felt like it was like absolutely the least important, but right. they did not do enough to differentiate what yeah. they looked like like one's like kind of camo-y the other one's not yeah. <laughs> i was like can someone just look like putties from like <laughs> from power rangers <laughs> and i know that they're the bad guys can we like or can we just say red is the good guys yeah blue is the bad guys well that's how they do in video games like they were playing assassin's creed or any like i just played ghost of Tsushima for the second time it's like just make everybody red so i know who to stab well, you know what it was it was like the good guys are gray. The bad guys are light gray. Yeah, they're like purple gray. <laughs> I think the only thing that the bad guys had, well, and again, there's two types of bad guys, but the only thing that the bad guys had that none of the good guys had was they had a neck scarf. Yeah, neck scarves. Another thing is that you can tell usually by the forehead thingy. So like, does he have a musical note? He's a baddie. Does he have a, uh, a weird gourd or like it looks like a hourglass? 
he a baddie? Does he have that weird, you know, swirly leaf? Then yeah, that he might be a good guy. And and so that that as you said was less important, but it led to led to a really badass moment. There's like really three badass moments here. Right. And then the third part is where um, Naruto goes to find Sasuke, and you get to see um, Gara in his most in his element, basically when he's he's not being held back. So I think to start. Let's talk about the town and what came out of it. Basically, Kanoha's getting its butt handed to it by these two villages working together to kick their butts. And then all of a sudden, we get to this scene where Haruzen, which was um, uh, Naruto's kind of brother, teacher, uncle thingy, uh, is escorting all the civilians into a rock. And they're like, what are we going to do? They're so powerful. What are we going to do? Betty goes, let me tell you something, kid. There are three steps. Right. Well, because <laughs> at, at, at one point the baddies are in the middle of the village square and they're yeah. like, we should Very. be like raping and pillaging. And there's no Where here. the hell is everybody? Yeah. And so they realize that if evasion happens, step one is get people into a safe location. Step two, stick that dick in that box. Now is two. <laughs> step three, you want to be with me? <laughs> step four, I forgot what steps which... one through three. Five, I... <laughs> I'm going to do a little bit of a mind twister. I may take a break for a second. How are you supposed to get to five in, in, in that song? In Brian McKnight's. In Brian McKnight's song. So you get to one. It's like a dream come two. Two. I just want to be with you. Three. Three. You're only one. That's for me. For four. Step four is repeat steps. One, two, three. And then five is make you fall in love with me. But if right. four, so like do you back skip to one, four the second time through, like. But he doesn't mention that. He goes, but if you get to four again, go to addendum seven, which is the coda that gets you to I five. Think what you, I think what you've just revealed is that Brian McKnight still currently exists in a time loop of his own creation. <laughs> he, cannot, he cannot escape the the the, <laughs> the other dimension he's just constantly counting one through four slowly losing his mind over the past 15 years. and there's just a woman like 50 feet away going nope 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 nope, nope. <laughs> all right folks Host of like angela bassett or something i, I decided to add a little silly because i forgot what step two was but step three is we go back and kick our own our, our own set of asses and that's when we get to see like you said the jonin which are not as bad as the Hokage, but they're pretty close. And you can see everybody's daddy. This is this phase of the of Naruto called "Who is your daddy and what does he do?" Because it literally <laughs> is just that scene. Is you see that Shikamaru's dad can do shadow stuff, but he can choke you with your shadows. And then you got Ino's dad can go into your mind, but they can also make you kill your friend. Mm-hmm. And then Choji's dad is like, "I don't only get fat; I get super fat," and he starts kicking ass. And it's just a really interesting thing of showing the village. And what their priorities are was like, make sure everybody's safe. And then we are still superior as a village. And I just thought that was like, a, like you get like a, F yeah, you get a whole bunch of that going on. So really badass moment when he goes, step three, we go on the counter attack. And then it's just like, and then just like, defeat them at all costs. Yeah. Step three, <laughs> they get like metal. And uh, <laughs> so I thought that was a pretty badass scene. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's go, because I think the 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 Gara situation ends the, the arc. So we'll go yeah. back to Hokage and the the, the, nurple, the nurple scene. But let's walk through Orochimaru's plan. All right. Because he, so step one, put me and the Hokage in this unpenetrable box. His Dude. second... Two, he's like, in that, it cut a hole in that box. Oh, okay. Snake junk so, in that box. So he, he's like, okay, 
this is going to be a pretty even match. I'm pretty sure I could beat him, but it's going to be very hard. But then what does he do? Well, so unlike other baddies yeah. who have no desire to actually fight the uh, who have no desire to actually fight the person, they just want their henchmen to do it. Orochimaru actually wants to kill the Hokage. Right. So he gets him trapped in here and it's going to be a battle. Right. And so they're going back and forth and they're constantly teasing one another. They're like pulling out magic that like, or sorry, they're pulling out jutsus yeah. that like, you know, Naruto and his little chumps couldn't even dream of, right? This I is- know, and it's like, imagine he's like, everybody pulls out the full list <laughs> of what they got in their in their cabinet. They're like, right. rock wall, followed by firebirds, followed by, you know, mud water slide. mudslides, followed by, we'll make the tile shoot at you, right. and you're just like, holy cow, these guys got a lot of shit that they can do. But where Orochimaru sort of turns the tides yeah. is he casts a summoning jutsu, mm-hmm. and these these like sort of wooden walls are coming up in front of them and they're caskets and the, getting there. Oh God. Sorry. And so like the third Hokage is like, Oh, we've got to, I've got to stop him before he brings the third one up and he casts a spell and the third one goes back into the earth. And so it's Let, just, let's be clear, this is still bothers me many, many years later is that you say spell. What he did was so, so imagine like these two totems come up and it says one and two on it. And he kind of yeah. gets what's happening right now because yeah. he's, he knows, he literally knows all the jutsu. This yep. man knows everything. He, he's basically a game genie when it comes. This old man is a game yep. genie who comes into jutsu. The fourth one comes out. He's like, I got to stop it. So he throws a kunai, which are those like knives they come with. Yeah. The thing just like don't doinks it. And then like, nope, can't go any higher. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like your garage door is closing and you wave your hand underneath it so the sensor stops it he's like couldn't go any higher sorry and it goes back down and that still bothers me like what did he actually do because he didn't do any hand signals no nothing flashed you didn't right. hear the classic jutsu sound like that boom, sound that goes off so, so it's like all right i guess that's how he does it so to your point uh it turns out that the two things that have been summoned are caskets and they right. open and out steps the first Hokage and the second Hokage. Oh, man. But here's the problem. They're long dead. So what right. Orochimaru has done is he took corpses, reanimated them. They mm-hmm. get surrounded in sand and through a process of jutsu and spell they can take on the appearance of whatever you want them to be in right. the spirit because he uses this reanimation jutsu. So he's pulling these spirits from right. the first and second Hokage and putting them in these walking corpses. And right. this shakes the third Hokage to his core because this is dirty magic. This is like, mm-hmm. this is beyond wanting to take over and rule people. This is forbidden magic right and not only that but you got to remember like hiruzen the third hokage he's an old man at this point but this is actually like his teachers so while they're like in their 40s 30s 40s and he's an old man he's still like they're a child compared to them like they're the ones who trained him and they're like the the paragons of the village right and orachimaru's plan is one not only are these two hokages incredible yes but, but two how will the third hokage feel fighting his mm-hmm. and eventually the guys like and they're talking and they don't like they have a ability to like understand what's happening and so they're just going but but Orochimaru is still controlling them and then he's like all right this is enough conversations and he sticks these two like kunai covered with like 
a, a, a Christmas tag into their back of their skulls. And like, all right, enough of that. And they're like, so they come legit zombies and it becomes this badass fight between all three Hokage and Orochimaru. It's such an awesome fight. And I, I, I can't understate how badass this battle is because it really shows you, like, as you said, it gives it stakes. It shows like where the show can potentially go and how badass this thing can get, but it also makes you nervous that it might power ramp to this level. And well, you're like, oh god. That's the thing is like I had no issue with this battle because what you're telling me is this is the best of the vet best versus the best right. of the best. Right. But when we start to see like the Naruto storyline, like in the woods, that's where you're like, Oh, Jesus Christ. If you're gonna go this big this early, where is there right. left to go? Because you're saying that there's a big gap. Mm-hmm. between naruto gara and the hokage mm-hmm. but when we see gara and naruto they're pretty bad a man. yeah but they also have a cheat code that we'll talk about in a little bit too okay. but eventually what happens is is that the 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 third hokage is like i'm an old man i'm one guy it's gonna be hard for me to beat my two t- mentors and my student all at the same time so he does this other jutsu, and we'll kind of talk about this because this starts the nine-episode-long purple nurple that exists <laughs> between. She, so, so explain this magic that that um, that I'm talking about. Like I call it a purple nurple, but what is happening? Right. So he reaches a point where one. So starting with the third Hokage, all of a yeah. sudden they they find this trick that they really like, and yeah. If you ever see like a secret spy movie and they have the the piece of gum and all you have to do is bite it together in half gently and then it becomes an explosive. Right. They have this like explosive paper that they like to put on people. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's like someone walks by and tags you with like a sticker <laughs> and you've got 10 seconds before you blow up. Yeah, so the kick me sign. has this method on the two zombie Hokage that are coming after him and it doesn't work. And he's like, at that point, he, he realizes he's running out of options. He's already summoned. He has this sort of monkey beast mm-hmm. warrior that he's able to use his chakra to summon, to fight alongside him. And they're just, mm-hmm. they're kind of, you know, they're trying to push a boulder up a hill. They're, they're mm-hmm. he really doesn't think he's going to come out of here unless he pulls the rabbit out of the hat. And here's the rabbit out of the hat. He mentions a jutsu that the, I thought he said, the fourth Hokage fourth came up with it. taught him. He did. The fourth Hokage came have up with it. Have we not met the fourth Hokage yet? We have not. Okay. We just knew that he's the one that put the demon fox into Naruto. Okay. So he says, here's something that the fourth Hokage taught me. And it he summons this spirit uh, that allows him to ascend this behind him, this, this really demonic, animalistic, wispy ghosty spirit appears and what he does is he sends two clones of his he he does a clone jutsu so he sends two clones of his and himself and they start running around in the dark to try and grab and ultimately his two clones grab the two zombies and he grabs orachimaru and as he grabs him this ghostly spirit reaches out of his chest and reaches into Orochimaru's chest and begins to pull his soul out. Right. Because ultimately that's how he's going to take his life. Now, Orochimaru is like, I'm not going down quietly. He does this little finger twitch and a sword flies and it goes through 
the Hokage and Orochimaru's across these nine episodes is like, you're going to die. Why did you even try? And Hokage keeps reminding him, Mm -hmm. one, I will remain strong as long as there is, there is a single person in the hidden leaf village that Mm -hmm. believes in me, Mm -hmm. believes in our cause. So that's, what's keeping him going. But two, here was the trade-off mm-hmm. that jutsu that the fourth Hokage taught the third Hokage. You can take the soul of the person that you're battling, but one, you will die. Yes, you will also be, t- your soul will also be taken. This is the sacrifice that you make. Yeah. But he's also got to pull three different souls at the same time. He's trying right. to lock the one, the first right. and second Hokage, as well as the Rochimaru. And two, when you pull that soul, your souls will be bound forever. Correct. Yeah. And eventually that gets to a nine episode standoff. Oh my and- God. We're like, you're just, they're standing there holding each other in a semi hug with the, <laughs> with the ghoul grasping his soul. And yeah. it was the worst. I mean, and, and the conclusion ended up being that it's like, he's like, you're never going to be able to take our, my soul and all, all then the other two souls. He goes, I don't need to, I just need to seal your arms. And he steals like the soul of your arms. I didn't know that was a thing, but he did. And so basically he's like, you wanted to, you want, you're doing all this evil because you want to know all the jutsu. Like I do, you want to create new jutsu. You basically want to expand. You want to be this like mad scientist of jutsu. Well, I have taken the thing that allows you to do it. The hand seals away from you by sealing your arms into me. So now your ambition is gone. You you know he's going to keep trying to find ways of uh, resuscitating himself, but if he can't do jutsu, that is a fate worse than death to Orochimaru. And I thought that was... Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So then we get to um, uh, the final thing is we uh, learn about... um, Gara is fighting uh, Sasuke and Sakura. We don't need to talk about Sakura because she's kind of pointless. Sasuke is getting his ass beaten a bunch because Gara is now at full speed because much like um, much like Naruto, we learned that he also has a beast stored in him, specifically the Shukaku. Not the Shikaka, but the Shukaku. The Shukaku. And the Shukaku, unlike the nine-tailed demon fox, has one tail and he's the sandy raccoon. And he's kind of a drunk too. That's another thing that's about him. That's what Chicago means. It means like drunk. Yep. And it's like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a raccoon. Yeah. Basically. So, so the sand monster is Bobcat Goldthwait. Bobcat Goldthwait comes out and he's like, I'm a guys. I'm going to give you, I'm going to use my sand to kill you. And you learn his sad backstory that he was born a weapon, raises a weapon. Oh my God. Uh, Let me tell you. So this is where, even though I hate, they gave Gara a whole lot of cry time, which pissed yeah. me off. Yeah. That being said, you want to say where, mm-hmm. when does Naruto start to get good? Right. The entire first 75 episodes or 74 episodes, Gara is just like an irredeemable bad guy. Right. And then they start sharing his backstory. When they don't get you to justify his actions, but you start to understand why he's the villain he is. Mm -hmm. And to draw that emotion from you to be like, this is why he is the way he is. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was in those storylines and those flashbacks where I was like, oh my God, 
this is this is layered this mm-hmm. is legit this is cool and i also think it brings up the idea of like there's no good or bad guys in war and it's in fact war does nothing more than to traumatize and kill the kids below you that's all it does all it does is it traumatizes and kills the, the kids below you. It, it reduces what it basically is like. It's the loss of innocence that comes from war. And that's what I think at this point, hopefully you get what Naruto is all about. Like Naruto is not just about trying to be acknowledged by people and having and feeling alone, but also the idea of war and what war does for young people, what and how short thinking it is, how short sighted it is. Mm-hmm. When the will of fire, which you learn about from Hokage is, is we're trying to spread a good positive message and the will of our people to protect our people and let it spread like fire throughout the world, throughout the country. So that, that I think happens here. And so Gara is now in this giant sand monster and he's like, and then Naruto's, he's like, you don't understand. I've been alone. I've been nothing but alone. And then Naruto's like, I know what you're going through. I know you so bad. It hurts. Mm. And that's when you start to realize what Naruto is going to be. He's going to be the, the, the Luffy. He's going to be the, I'm going to be your friend regardless, and you can believe in me because I my ambition is is doesn't come at anybody else's expense. It's there, and I'm going to do it. And but I'm going to make you my friend regardless. And he wins with a punch, a, a headbutt to the forehead, and uh, that's the end of the the fight. But you kind of get like, you know, all of all of his hyperactivity, all of his pranks that he did as a kid was all about being alone. And that's the same. And he goes, if he didn't have people that supported him, which which Gara didn't have as a kid. Right. He said, I could have turned into Gara too. And I think that was a very deep message that came from it. And I was really appreciated um, where they oh went through that God. with that. Like Gara, you Gara's betrayal by his uncle. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. And and like, you know, and you see him as a kid, he's like, I what does it mean to hurt? I don't understand. Like, what's what's pain in the heart? Why does my chest hurt? And he's trying to explain emotional hurt and stuff like that because he's very strong. And I, I did get a little grossed out when he put his uncle's bloody finger in his mouth. I yeah. Don't know. <laughs> yeah. Let's not let's not do that. I also have a thing about pe- parents who let their kids put food in their mouths. I just because they already got like their fingers like two knuckles deep in their own mouth, and then they like put it in your parents. I'm like, nope, nope. And I see they put like a Cheerio in there. I'm like, Arr! so. I, I have a. I, very, hope, I, I hope to have children one day. I could not agree with you more. Yeah. I, I hate that. That stuff is grosses me out. So it's very layered. And I think you're starting to see the blossoming of Naruto. It sounds like you're getting a little bit more interest in the story. When you first watched the first episode, I remember you said the first thing you said about the show was it's meant for kids. So what we're going to do is, is instead of what we've been noobs, what we're going to do is Gary's going to tell you how, where your interest is right now on a scale of one to 10. Like 10 means like, I'm in, show me another episode, give me to the next arc, which by the way is my favorite arc. Tune in exam is pretty good, but Sasuke Retrieval, like creme de la It's not the Arlong Park arc. No, wrong show? Wrong show? Wrong show, wrong show, wrong show, wrong show. It's not Alabasta arc, which is what's going to take like 800 episodes to get to. It's it's You're there now. But also, it's so where's your interest in this? Where is it ranked right now for you? I don't remember what I said the first time. I'm going to say my interest is currently at a seven and a half. Oh, that's great. That's great. But... I don't think it will ever get higher. And the mm. reason why I say that, and I look forward to be proven wrong because who, Kyle, who knows? We might do this podcast for another six months. We might do it for another six years. Who knows? Right. We're not going to run out of Naruto. No. Um, but my, my issue is just with pacing. And yeah. Yeah. If there's a 23 minute episode and literally 13 minutes of it, 
is like close-ups of someone's face while they're like straining to think right i I'm, i want to jump off a ledge i get it that pacing can be really hard um as long plus, as as long as it's on netflix right that's another I can thing watch it at 1.5 speed right i'll get through it but if you have to sit through the full length it's gonna be tough it's highly contingent on which streaming service and at what right. capabilities through what also, device. Also, uh, to our 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 singles and singles of listeners out there, just kidding. Uh, yes. To our dozens of listeners out there, please write a letter to Netflix. If you want to watch <laughs> something at an increased speed of one point two five or one point five, you can mm-hmm. do it on your phone. If you want to do that on your computer, you can also do that. Mm-hmm. If you go to do it on your Fire Stick or on your built-in app in your LG or Sony TV, it is not an option. Yeah, that's kind of BS. That blows my mind. Yeah, it's so pretty BS. Write a complaint, Karen it up. So call we can your senator. Everything more quickly because we got shit to do. This is the stuff that you have to send to your senators, right? This is what <laughs> needs to go through the channels. Um, and I'm thinking in to... the Build Back Better plan, maybe <laughs> Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin will sign <laughs> on to it. Well, I feel like that was the one thing holding it back. And we and, and Biden found that out. Um, oh, and I was like, oh, man, I can fast forward through the naked parts of The Witcher now. <laughs> Fantastic. Another thing is that another thing that I wanted to talk about was that this this arc also had like one of the least popular uh, uh, Naruto theme songs. But oh, the my next, God, it was so bad. And the next one's the best. The first one, if we all you know about the thing is that we are fighting people. The, the last Three episodes of this arc had a new closing song that was right, better. right, right. Because we are fighting people. So it's going to get a little bit more, more and more adult as you go forward. I think you're going to be like what's going on. I told you the Sasuke retrieval arc, so good and had one of the few times in anime that made me cry. So hang your tight for another thirty episodes. Ah. We'll get there, folks. We'll find out what that moment is next time. Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Um, we're going to stretch this sucker out. Um, so as we, uh, close out with a, uh, with the ending of our show, no jutsu, we're always happy and excited to hear your thoughts. Is Naruto Kanoha crushed the type of turn of, of the show that gets you really excited about Naruto? Do you think the Hokage fights are exciting? Uh, the, the looking at the Jinchuriki fighting is important. Let us know in the comments below because we really want to keep the show conversation going, especially for a show like Naruto. Uh, you can follow us on all of our social media, including at uh, Wombo Podcast on Instagram and at Twitter at underscore noob. You can also follow us on anchor.fm, our host site, or anywhere your uh, podcasts are found. But make sure you listen to us. You can give us a what, Garrett? Bye, five, 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 five star review. No, Jutsu. And uh, we'll find it. It'll really help elevate our score, and, and we really want more people to listen to us. So as we close out, and Garrett finishes his 30-episode trek of Naruto, what are your final thoughts, Garrett? I'd like to go back to my initial comment. If you ever find yourself in the middle of the woods battling a sand monster demon, remember that their weakest point of defense is just below the tail and shove an explosive knife up their butthole. <laughs> and then for- and then hit butter. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be uh, battling Shikamaru with shadow powers. We're going to be uh, battling the Hokage. We're going to be resurrecting uh, the first and second. All in all, to wish you all fantastic. See you next week. Believe it.
mission is a success. As a reward, I'll let you touch my paw or my pads. So there's no reason to sulk. What? Come on. They're really soft. They're... what? No one ever wants to shake. But my paws are so soft and supple!